Welcome to the world of Dracul. This is a story of a young woman who came into contact with a mysterious man named Dracul at a ball held in Romania. As her story begins with her first encounter with Dracul, his story unravels as their relationship grows. Previously on Dracul, Dracul brought the beaten Funani back to his castle mansion place of residence and placed him in one of the rooms, and went to Catherine to help nurse Funani back to a stable condition. The next morning, Catherine brought breakfast for her and Funani while they chatted for a while. Though Catherine knows very well about Funani's love back home, it seems that her heart is battling with her mind. Funani continued to rest for the entire day whilst Catherine went back to her room to paint, checking in on him periodically with Zazu on her shoulder. As much as Zazu would have loved to stay by Funani's side, she remained with Catherine, admiring her painting process. Catherine transferred all of her jumbled emotions onto the canvas, where she painted a single blood-red moon from memory, accompanied by a dark indigo background. The coldness of her tears stung her red cheeks as they fell, one by one. Her weighty eyelids grew tired, but she continued to paint. Before she knew it, she had finished the painting after adding in rather ominous clouds. Taking a step back, she wiped her hot, swollen eyes for the millionth time on the back of her dry hand, and looked at her work. Sure, she was proud of herself, but there was a larger sense of dread that took over instead, but she knew not why. Sazu squawked from the counter in approval of this painting, then shook violently as a chill ran down her spine. Maybe this has something to do with... Well, maybe it's a sign, a warning, or... Or... Uh, or maybe it was just a moon that was red because it wanted it to be. <laughs> or maybe it could be a sign of danger. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe. Catherine picked up a book on her shelf and plopped onto her bed, letting out a large sigh. It was a very small collection of Shakespeare's sonnets, poems, and quotes. Pfft, how cliché. She had a bad habit of skipping a few lines ahead when reading, so to keep herself in track, she read aloud. And Benedict, love on, I will requite thee, taming my wild heart to thy loving hand. If thou dost love, my kindness, my, my kindness shall incite thee to bind our loves up in a holy band. For others say thou dost deserve, and I believe it better than reportingly. A low voice from Catherine's bedroom door cut in. I found mine own self to grow quite fond of thee. Thou art far more lovely than thy painting. Thou shalt find that mine own heart beats again, but only for thee, so stay. Catherine sat up straight and looked to find Dracul standing there, gazing at her gently. Oh, Dracul, it's only you. Hmm, that's not the next line. Is that another one of Shakespeare's stories, perhaps? 
A little bit disappointed, he answered, No. Oh, okay, um, perhaps a sonata? Dracul replied curtly, It's not Shakespeare, Catherine. There was a bit of silence as Catherine processed what Dracul said. How is the dog? Catherine narrowed her eyes at Dracul, retorting, saying that this dog he was referring to was, in fact, a human named Funani. Dracul let out a harsh breath of air through his nose, asking again how Funani was doing. She informed him that he was doing better, but would have been completely up to health if it weren't for Dracul, who remained silent upon hearing this. Another awkward silence fell as Catherine tried not to look too long into Dracul's chocolate eyes. He was still rather lively looking from whatever happened the night prior, and opened his mouth to speak when they both heard footsteps approaching them from the hallway. Catherine jumped out of bed and zoomed right past Dracul, pushing him a few times until he moved out of her way, which was honestly like pushing a brick wall. It was Funani. Upon seeing each other, they both smiled as she ran to him, asking if he was okay. Funani took a step back with a limp. I'm doing much better all things to both you and my love's medicine. He locked eyes with Dracul, and his smile twitched. However, seeing that I am well enough, I must take my leave. I trust that Zazu will protect you from any evil that may come your way. Dracul's jaw clenched as he became stiff as stone. For some reason, Catherine felt a sharp pain in her chest knowing that Funani was leaving, so she asked him twice if he was sure, to which he answered that he was both times. In little to no time at all, he was gone from the castle mansion, house, place of residence, and it was, again, just the two of them left. Just the three of them left. Dracul asked if he could enter Catherine's room, and she shrugged and nodded that he could. He walked up to the painted canvas and viewed it in amazement. No matter how many times he tried, he could just not paint for the life, or, uh, for the death of him. For some reason, this painting put him at ease, and he gave praise to Catherine for her talent and work. She let out a dry thanks and sat down on her bed. Turning around, he could see that she was definitely thinking of someone, and that someone was not him. It filled him with jealousy, causing the amount of blood he had gained to betray him, for it rushed to his face. Not knowing how to respond, he excused himself, and that was the last time Catherine would see him for an entire two months. She kept herself busy by going to the town plaza to shop around, paint some more, and read some more. Every morning, she would check the mail, but found no letters from Lydial Wolf or Romain Losty. Funani would visit her often, and on these days, Zazu would make sure to be there in his line of sight and pets. Catherine would sit in her armchair as Funani would stand and motion with his hands while telling her stories of his past adventures, as well as fond memories he had of his love. At this, Catherine's eyes would grow soft as he spoke about his love, yet her chest tightened as her heart would sink every time. You would love her, Catherine, he began, for she is both beauty and intelligence reincarnate. His eyes would grow distant every time. 
Sometimes they would sit at the piano and dabble around with the keys, <laughs> laughing with one another, for neither of them had any experience with the keyboard. Catherine would gaze upon Funani as the sun would embrace him through the windows, lighting up his smile and giving his laughter more fire than it already had as he would press random keys, making up songs as he went along. She would rest her hand against her cheek and lean against the piano, accidentally falling onto the keys one time, causing them to look at each other in shock, followed by hearty laughter. When nighttime would come, Funani queried each time if Catherine was truly alright and safe living in the domain of a... <laughs> you know... <laughs> VAMPIRE! Twitcher would respond with an... Uh, but it is not I who lives with the dead, but the dead that lives with me. At some point, Funani stopped coming around as often and, instead, Catherine would hear howls from afar under the moonlight. For some reason, there have been many full moons lately. It's probably nothing anyway. <laughs> On those days, Catherine would play games with Zazu such as I Spyeth. How did she play this game with a bird, you ask? <laughs> Zazu isn't just a bird, remember? She is Zazu, the colored eye raven with supernatural birdy magical powers. She would use her magic to show what she would think Catherine was talking about, which she would win more often than not. When those nights were present, Catherine would cuddle up with Zazu and sleep until daybreak. With every passing morning, Catherine would look at herself in the mirror and admire her reflection. Her eyes were lively, the dark circles around them became lighter and lighter, her cheeks were rosy and plumped, and she had more energy overall. Perhaps it could have been her new skincare products which she purchased at the town square days prior. Or perhaps it was the fact that she was drinking more water and eating larger portions than before. Hmm. Well that must be one good skincare product then. She began gaining weight, her hollow face rounded, her wrists thickened, and her body grew slight curves. At this point, she was the healthiest she had been in quite a few years. I mean, even her hair was shiny. One evening, Catherine decided to head out to bed early. As she was about to pull the covers back, there was a knock at her door. It was Dracul. She sighed and motioned for him to come in. Dracul appeared even more alive than last time she had seen him, though his eyes had more of a reddish tint. He had finally figured out what to tell her. He picked up a chair and set it down in front of Catherine, who was seated at the edge of her bed, and stared into her storming eyes. You know, Catherine, if Veronica was still here, she would have hated you. She looked at him confoundedly and he smiled. She would have hated you because she would have envied you. Her brows unfurrowed as she looked into his eyes, now more confident. You are nothing like her, and I am eternally grateful to be quite literal," he joked. You see, what I felt for her was a different type of love. I was human when I found her, Catherine, and as a human you can have many loves, but yet there is truly only one person for you in that lifetime. Unfortunately for the living, not many of them meet their true half simply because they, more often than not, have no way of knowing who it is, or thinking it's someone else. Wow, thank you, Dracul. 
She spoke unamused. I love knowing Veronica was your true half, and now you're stuck with me. Dracul's eyes dilated, and he gave out a little chuckle. No, Catherine, that's not what I'm saying. Even though you are human, and I am no longer that, it's true that I cannot love you or feel love for you. Instead, it's a very different and complex emotion that I have. One that you cannot understand. Because of this, Veronica would have hated you because she would have known that she was not the one for me. Catherine swallowed hard. I loved her all too much when human, and in death, I stayed with her just because I felt I owed her a great debt, and for all those memories we shared. I felt a weaker sense of love, which is what you may feel for another human. Till death do us part, for death will show us the truth. It is in death that I find something new, someone new. For you, I would have ripped Veronica apart if she tried to get near you. Catherine shrunk upon hearing this. I apologize, I have not done this in centuries, so forgive me if I am being a bit insensitive. What I'm really trying to say here is that I know that you are the one for me. I simply cannot let you go, even if you did leave me forever. I know that I love you if you became... if you chose me. Catherine gazed into Dracul's eyes. As much as she didn't want to, she could feel it too. No matter what, she would always come back to him. It's happened so many times now that perhaps she should just stop trying to fight fate. She wrapped her arms around herself and grabbed onto her clothing, fumbling with it as her eyes then became hot once again with tears. I want to grow old, Dracul. I want to live my life. I don't want to remain frozen in time. I want to have gray hair. That's how life is supposed to be. Dracul's gaze never wavered from Catherine. And I would live for you, Catherine, if only I could. For the first time in a while, all Catherine could feel was sincerity from Dracul as he was being completely open with her. When her gaze met his, his heart then began to beat synchronized with hers as she collapsed into him. A fire rose from deep within her chest as Dracul hungered for her lips, her touch, her skin. Their mouths smashed together in a harmonious exchange of passion and longing. Though it was wrong for her to be with him, she couldn't help it all for it felt so right in the moment. The intense electricity in the air caused Zazu to fly out the window faster than you can say, avocado, oh there she goes. Dracul spent the night in her bedroom, the two never going past an intense makeout session, leaving Catherine to fall asleep in a deep slumber in his arms. He moved a strand of hair that covered her face and focused softly on her, thinking to himself how beautiful she was. He would do anything to keep her with him. Thank you for listening to episode 25 of Dracul. Oh my, it sounds like Dracul could be quite the romantic when he wants to be. It's so good to know that Funani is getting better already, but does he know how Catherine is beginning to feel? Perhaps maybe that's why he was in such a rush to leave. Will everything go back to how things were at first between Catherine and Dracul? 
Stay tuned for future episodes by subscribing to this podcast on the platform you're listening to it on. All narration, writing, and music is composed by Priscilla Ibarra. Certain sound effects are from the website Zapsplat. A huge thank you and shout out to my friend and former colleague Edwin DePaz for performing Dark Romance specifically for this podcast. I have a block teared up and that crap ain't fun at all. You gotta pop it. Thanks, allergies. <laughs>